<laughs> okay. You've already started. Yeah, I did. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast TV with my mom. The podcast where me and my mom sit down and we talk about whatever TV show uh, she wants to talk about. Strikes our fancy at the moment of time. Right on. Right on. (laughs) So uh, for this episode, we're going to talk about Hulu's Handmaid's Tale. Hulu. Hulu's. Hulu. Hulu's Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) And uh, mom is going to try and convince me to keep watching it because I watched the first couple episodes and stopped. And she watched the whole thing. So a classic TV with my mom debate episode. Ugh, it's so rough. Well, you might win this one. I'm sure everyone disagrees with me. We should have like a little bell, like in the real debate. Bing! <laughs> like a wrestling match? No, no, no. Like in, re- in real debates. Don't they have like a bell that they ring? Do they? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, if they don't, they should. Opening uh, arguments. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Opening arguments. Well... I mean, if you haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale. Based on Margaret Atwood's novel from um, The Handmaid's Also Tale. called The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, when did that get written? When did she write that? I have no idea. Can Any, I look it up? Yes, she may. Okay. Can I talk while you look? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, The Handmaid's Tale. It's, we've already said it's on Hulu. <laughs> the book was published in 1985. Well, it could have been published today. Well, that's one of the things that I've struggled with while watching it. It is very hard to get through. Should we give like a, like, what if I just read like the Wikipedia synopsis of what the show is? Yeah. Okay. So the show, based on the best-selling novel by Margaret Atwood, this series is set in Gilead, a totalitarian society in what used to be part of the United States. Gilead is ruled by a fundamentalist regime regime that treats women as property of the state and is faced with environmental disasters and a plummeting birth rate. In a desperate attempt to repopulate a devastated world, (laughs) few remaining fertile women are forced into sexual servitude. One of these women, Offred, is determined to survive the terrifying world she lives in and find the daughter that was taken from her. And And probably her husband, too. It's got a 8.6 out of 10 uh, rating on IMDb. And no Rotten Tomatoes, because it's not a movie. Well, I think it does. Does it get rotten to me? Yeah, it does. Let me. You want me to look it up? Not. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you can. Um, the Handmaid's Tale on Rotten Tomatoes has a overall rating of two. Your internet is so slow. <laughs> I know. I have to get a new uh, router. 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 Just router. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an average tomato meter scoring of 95% with an average audience score of 91%, which means... It's a good show. Both audiences and critics agree. Audiences and critics. I uh, I don't I don't think it's a bad show. I just think I can't... It's, it's too, rough. I can't watch it. I mean, if you go into it thinking that, oh my God, this could happen today, you would be right. Yeah. <laughs> The look you just gave me. Right. You would be right. Um, Elizabeth Moss plays the title title character. And the lady from Orange is the New Black is in it. Which lady? Uh, Who'd she play in Orange is the New Black? um, The one that, well, it'd be a spoiler for Orange is the New Black. (laughs) Samira Wiley. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. On Orange is the New Black. And for the longest time, I thought the wife that Offred 
goes Serves. in to take the place of, you know, making the babies. Serena Joy. I thought she was from Parenthood, and I was really sad because this lady is a bitch. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. She does. You're thinking that she looks like, um, oh, what's that woman's name? Julia. Yeah. Julia oh. on Parenthood. Yeah. And I thought it was her, and I they was just. They do look very similar, but I was no. having a hard time having her character be such nasty, nasty lady. Yeah, her name is Ivan Strahovski. Yeah. So that was kind of rough. But the whole, I mean, you have to forget. I try to forget that it could happen now because I have three daughters. Right. And it makes me nervous. You know, anything like that makes me nervous. A post-apocalyptic thing. Yeah. I mean, Mad Max, I can't watch it anymore because it makes me nervous. Right. As you've established. Oh, have I talked about that before? You have. And you've also talked about the fact that you have like a apocalypse plan. I do. For what to happen. I mean, you said if the zombies attack. I do, attack, but then but I you think threw... You mean... I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off. That's okay. But you threw me off because I said, we're all meeting here. And you were like, uh, no, I'm going to go here instead. So it made me it made me a little sad. Well, I just think like this, this wouldn't be the best place to come. I'm not saying come here. Oh, okay. No. Obviously, I'm going to come wherever you are. Okay. Well, Mom. I think I think you mentioned that you were going to go someplace else. And I was like... Well, how would we cook up? <laughs> you know, it may be sad. Okay. Well, how would we continue TV with my mom? <laughs> if, there, if there's an apocalypse, we will have to find some way to continue recording this podcast <laughs> for yeah. all of our loyal listeners. We'll give you updates. So, um, okay, here's my, my thing about okay. it. I think it's a really awesome show. I think it's really uh, the acting. I love the actors that are in it. You yes. Know, um, What's it? Joseph Fiennes is also in it. Yes. Um, and he's great. He's a bad guy, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, yes. Yes. Agreed. Yes. But His anyway. name is Fred. We know that. Fred? <laughs> yeah, because that's what they do. They, it's, she is of Fred. She belongs to oh, Fred. She's off Fred. I didn't know that. Yeah. Learn something new every day. <laughs> that's um, a stupid name for him. <laughs> Fred is a bad name. Fred, I, I mean. He doesn't seem like a Fred. He doesn't seem like a Fred. He should be like a, I don't know. He's stupid. He can keep Fred. I'm sorry. Anybody who's named Fred. <laughs> I also, you know, I've read Margaret Atwood's Handmaid's Tale a couple times in my life. And mm-hmm. um, I've never read, read it or written it. <laughs> well, that's, you definitely didn't write it, and that's fine that you didn't read it. Okay. Um, but my point is, is that the show actually, it's one of those rare situations where I think the television show is actually better than the book, and people might hate me for that. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is that, like, the show, the book is so short, and it's, like, pretty, it doesn't do a whole lot of um, character development, or, or maybe it's just all character and no plot. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's just... You don't really get a sense of who Offred really is. You just kind of know what's happening right. to her. There's a lot of flashbacks right. in the TV show. In the TV show, they, like, you know, you get into her head and it just seems like Elizabeth Ugh. Moss just does a really good job of making her seem really real mm-hmm. and relatable. Yes. Which is, is different than the book, in my opinion. She's an everyday type of lady. Yeah. I mean, Margaret Atwood's amazing. We all, no one, no one disagrees with that. Elizabeth Moss is a good actress. I think she won the Emmy Did for um, the show. Uh, for, like, Best Actress? I think so. Let's see if I that's true. I think I'm correct in my remembering I'm of that. Sure, I'm sure you're right. Not much of any else that I'm correct in remembering. But, <laughs> uh, uh, so she won a Golden Globe for Best Performance by an Actress. That's what she meant, though. Golden Globe. Sure. Cool. That's right. She also won a, best, a Golden Globe for Best Actress for the miniseries Top of the Lake. 
Oh. Which we started watching and no. it was a little too... <laughs> Oh my god. It was, was a little horrible. too weird. I don't know. That was so weird. Oh, she did win a primetime Emmy. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. I'm sorry. Hello, you were totally Marie. right. She... You have remembered. Yeah. Correctly. She also won an Emmy for her work in Mad Men. She's a really uh, heavily awarded actress. Yeah. And she's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and the most important part, she's no. pretty. No, 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 no. I like her. You're right. She's like, a, she's unique. Yeah. You know? She's like, she's really distinct. When yeah. You, I you mean, always know it's her when she's in a movie. When you're watching her act, you can see her like really into the character mm-hmm. and really think you can, you almost sense that she's, she's plotting her course, you know? I mean, yeah. she's really a. Like you, you think that it's like she's actually going to figure out how to get out of this thing. Like she just, yeah. she makes you really believe it. She might just say, "Screw the script and just go her own way." <laughs> I mean, that's that's true, and I think that's another reason why I think the show is sometimes um, more enjoyable and better than the book because, like Elizabeth Moss, gives Offred's character so much more. I'm going to say the word agency than it feels like she has agency. in the book. We've had that discussion before about the word agency. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't she has so much more control, it seems like. And she's in this, she like, does. really shit situation. She has no control. And somehow, the way Elizabeth Moss plays that character and the way it's written for the show yeah. makes you not think that she's just a victim. Oh, I feel bad for her sometimes, though. Yeah. When she was in that closet laying on the floor, didn't see that part. All right. <laughs> But, oh, but that's where she sees the Latin phrase in the book. She's, that's where yes. she sees the Latin phrase. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still... Don't let the bastards I mean, get you down. Yeah. I don't know who wrote that. I think the lady before her wrote it. Right, who fucking killed herself. Or at least that's how it happened in the uh, book. I'm pretty sure she did kill so herself. So sad. It is sad. It's a sad show. <laughs> it's a sad show. And that's my problem with it is like, you know, there's a lot of great things going on. The Me Too movement and, you know all of this sort of like new age of feminism that's happening is really awesome. But like watching that show, it just feels so. It it could be all gone in a minute. It could. (laughs) Yes. Which is just so hard. It is difficult to watch. And I just, I, you know, I want people to watch it. I think people should watch it, but like it was too much for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess I watch it in the hopes that, you know, the bad guys are going to get what's coming to them. (laughs) And I, and I kind of hope that happens, but you know, it's probably, that's probably not going to happen, but you should, I mean, you should at least finish the first series, the Mm. first, what is it called? Yeah. Season. Season. (laughs) Finish the first season Mm -hmm. and then make a decision. Cause right now, I mean, it's going to be coming back on Uh and I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of like torn. Do I really want to, it's almost like, What's that show we were watching? The medieval one where they go through a stone and they come into another time? Outlander? It's kind of like Outlander uh-huh. where the lady kept doing stupid stuff oh. and it made me so have such anxiety mm-hmm. that I couldn't watch it anymore. You just don't, you didn't like the, the choices that the character was making because yeah. you were like, you kind of have, because you're the the you know, objective observer, you can see everything else that's going on and you can see the correct path to take. Right. Whereas like the character doesn't know everything and so they're just doing what they think is best. Yeah. And that can be really hard to watch. It's totally difficult to watch. That like anxiety. Well, yeah. It's kind of like the anxiety I have with my own children. (laughs) (laughs) Just make the right choice. Make the right choice. (laughs) Don't go down that road. Well, so I wanted to ask you, so the show 
So the book is short. Yes. And when it ends, spoilers for the ending of the book, you just know that Offred is pregnant and she's going to be taken away by these people, but you don't know who the people are. You don't know if it's like a resistance right. thing or what. And then it kind of does this epilogue where it's years in the future and they're talking about how Offred's story that she chronicled, like she either recorded it on tapes or wrote it down or something, was found and it helped them better understand the culture of Gilead at the time. And it's, but, okay. it, but like the end of the book is also kind of ambiguous because this is my opinion of the end of the, in that epilogue where you I, don't really know. We what, don't, I don't see that in the episodes. In the show. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, is that like, even at the end of the book, there's sort of like an ambiguity about whether or not we were, they, you know, the culture was able to overthrow this uh, like, totalitarian regime in Gilead. So right. in the show, I'm saying, I know that it's going to have a second season, but how did it end in the first season? Like it didn't finish the book. You, I know you didn't read the book, but what well, happens at the end of the first season? Spoiler yeah. alert Yeah, from what I can remember because I watched it. I mean, don't give tons away, but just say like in general what's going on. Yes, she is pregnant uh-huh. with, I'm not sure whose baby. Okay. And she's being taken away uh-huh. and we don't know where she's going. Right. And that's pretty much where it ended. I mean, we know, that the we know that there's a resistance happening mm-hmm. somewhere. I didn't know it was called Gilead. Uh because I think they say it's like Boston and stuff. Yeah, you yeah, know? it's they set don't... in the book too. It's set in like Cambridge, and it, well, yeah. the sense is like maybe this old university where the barracks are was Harvard and all this. Yeah, stuff. so it's that's. I mean, that's... you kind of get the sense that maybe it's Canada that there's um, like the good stuffs going on in Canada. Yeah, I think so. I <laughs> as, think always. So. as always, Canada's always. always so much better than us. <laughs> they are, except in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> No spoiler there. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Canadian, Canadians. Canadian viewers. Sorry. You called them viewers. Oh, sh- damn it. <laughs> sorry, I'm American listeners. Some- America's great. We, I'm, you know, we're lucky to live here in certain ways. It's, <laughs> yes, in certain ways. Yeah. We won't get into that because yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah, too right, political right, for yeah. me and I just this is, It seems like this might be kind of a politically charged episode. <laughs> it might be. I mean, it just seems like, like right now, I mean, I'm trying not to get political about it and not... You I know. know, I don't want to, you know, say he should not, should not be named his name. Okay. I don't want to say it. Fine, let's not say it. You know, it's my podcast. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. Don't you be talking about that name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but I was reading some stuff about you know who, mm-hmm. and he's, and this person is just going off the deep end. I mean, mm. more so than he has been. And it just makes me think about you know the handmaid's tale and what if it gets to that point where you know he just flips the switch and boom we're just like i'm not fertile anymore (laughs) yeah you're gonna be like offred's mom she gets like shipped to go work in like the fields to like i can't do that oh it's such a how about instead of thinking in that way (laughs) we think instead that like because, I mean, I think honestly, I think like with the culture of the, the Me Too feminist movement that's happening right now, they're, they're like everybody's so much more awake to those issues. Right. In men and women. Right. Than they had been in the past uh, or the recent past. So hopefully. This won't happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But that's why I couldn't watch it because it just made me a little too uncomfortable. <laughs> right. But, I mean, if you want, I like to watch TV to escape. Right. From so I'm surprised today. that you got into it. I did. I just, uh, I did, but there was some that I just, I was very uncomfortable with. 
Did you feel like you had to just sort of like turn off that part of your mind to like the yeah. show? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Oof. <laughs> if I start think going down that road, yeah, I'm gonna be buying a crossbow. Yep. <laughs> hang it on your picture wall. <laughs> I can hang it on my picture wall. Be ready for any Girl Scout that... code. Always what? be ready. That's yeah. Like, I don't know if that's the Girl Scout code. I have she... Girl Scout cookies in the freezer if you want one. Did you which kind? Samoas. Oh man, those are good. Not opening them. You're not gonna open them? No. <laughs> Why did you buy them? <laughs> Because uh, you wanted to support our local Girl Scouts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll open eventually. Yeah, I know. Anyway, no Finmans. No, ah, bummer. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, but anyway, Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Their outfits leave much to be desired. <laughs> they remind me of the nuns that I had for teachers <laughs> in. Grade school and high school, actually. Yeah. And the flying nun. I mean... The blinders. It's like, you know, you can only look at what's right in front of you. Like, don't pay attention yeah. to anything else that's going around you. That's totally you. the flying nun. Yeah. It's weird. Do you know who was in the flying nun? I want to say Sally Field. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flying nun and her her hat. Her habit. Her hat habit. Her ha- part of her habit. Her hat a habit. Helped her fly. Did it really? Wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. What? I'm sorry. What, am I going off No, no, the road? I didn't know that the flying nun... I actually guess, was a flying nun! <laughs> I guess I don't know why I didn't think she could actually... She, like, Mary Poppins flies? Well, I mean, her hat was kind of like... Kind of like what was in... What's in The Handmaid's Tale, uh-huh. but it had the swoopy things on the side. Uh, I, if only The Handmaid's Tale ladies would make their hats into more of a swoopy thing, maybe they could all just fly away. Am I just, like... Re- Pretending I remember this? Because I thought for sure she could fly. Why would it, why else would they call it the flying nut? God if I know. Me either. It was a good show. It was stupid. <laughs> she should have stuck with Gidget. Oh man. Anyway, field. Off track. No, that's all right. So okay, so you think that this I guess that's my question is like how the hell are they gonna do a second season of a show? That, that ended in the book. That is already over. I, you know, they're doing the same thing with that show, Big Little Lies. Did you watch that? Yes. I mean, be, I read the book. I like the book. They made the show. Yes. They did the whole series. The antis- the like expectation was that it was going to be a single series show. Wrong. I mean, yes. But now it's not. Right. <laughs> so they finished it. It was popular. And now they wanted to make a second season. I think Meryl Streep is in the next one. She yeah. plays somebody's she, mother. She is. She plays Alexander Skarsgård's mother. Oh. Alexander? Yeah. Yes. Mr. Sexy. No spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, for Big Little Lies. Um, but yeah, I'm like, but <sighs> Liam Moriarty wrote that novel, Big Little Lies. What yes. the hell is going to happen next? That story is over. I just don't, I don't know if I like that kind of thing. It's yeah. the way I feel about, um, I feel the same way about sort of, uh, what the hell, J.K. Rowling's. Um, Harry Potter? Magical creatures and where to find them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making... That's not right. What is wrong with me? I don't know. You're usually like the Potter encyclopedia. Well, Encyclopedia so... der Potter. <laughs> Fantastic beasts and where to find them. Yeah. Um, I didn't look that up. I remembered it. I didn't really care for that movie. But anyway, go ahead. Well, the point is, is like she wrote that... So it's supposed to be like a textbook that the kids read at Hogwarts. Right. J.K. Rowling wrote a version of the textbook to sell for, like, Red Nose Day in the U.K. to, like, raise money for a charity. So, okay. people, bought, so people bought it. It's, like, this thin. It's, like, p- tiny, this yeah. book. 
And so now they're making a seven-part movie series based on this yeah, guy's I don't story. Yeah, that's going to happen. Like, it just blows my mind. Like, I get that J.K. Rowling is, is writing the screenplay and everything, but... Well, they see that something's, you know, popular and they're yeah. going to make more money. Yeah. And, you know, Handmaid's Tale got a 95 Rotten Tomato. Yeah. Or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. And, you know, might as well bring in some more money. I guess. I guess. I don't know. Well, I think you're right. That is exactly what they're doing. I just well, kind we, of wonder if that's a good idea. I mean, you, the series ended. You want to know what happened to her daughter. Right. Because in part, in one of the episodes, not parenthood lady <laughs> bitch face. <laughs> not parenthood lady bitch face. Got it. <laughs> Brings her outside and she sees her daughter in some ha- out in somebody's yard playing or something. Wow, really? Oh, she was totally mean. But, um... I Yeah, they, that happens in the book, too, where she says she promises that she'll bring her to her daughter if she does these things for yeah. her that she wants her to so do. So now she's... You know, you wonder what happens to the daughter. The husband is in Canada doing the resistance thing. You know, what's a husband gonna... I mean, number one, where is Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss going? Mm-hmm. She's in a car. We don't know where. Mm-hmm. With bad guys. Mm-hmm. And then um, Samara Wiley is... There yeah. somewhere. What happens to her character in the show? Does she escape? She, because in the book, yes, she sort of just they, gives in. No, no, no. They both took off. They both tried to escape together. Hmm. And Samara Wiley, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. But I anyway, think you are. Okay. She takes off and Elizabeth Moss gets captured. Right. So I think she ends up in like a sex trade house or a ba- something. A brothel, yeah. Yes. In the book, that's the same thing that happens it happens in the book. But, like, when Elizabeth Moss is... When Alfred sees her again, she's like, oh, I had this hope that she had escaped and was, like, right. living a life um, free from this place, and she's here. Right. And so then when she talks to her, she's kind of expecting her to talk about how she's still trying to, like, resist and fight. But she's kind of given up. She's totally given yeah. up. And so, yeah, the book is so devoid of hope, it feels like. it. Well, the series is, too. Hmm. <laughs> Bummer. I mean, you wonder what happens to her. You wonder what happens to Samara. You wonder what happens to uh, Little Miss, uh, wait a minute. Alexis Bodell. What show is she on? Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. All I could think of was Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert Girls? No. Um, and Gilmore Girls, another happens... show that we watched together, all of. <laughs> and we'll talk about that one in a different one. Okay, okay. But you wonder what happens to her. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, the book leaves this all to, you know, you don't know. You yeah. kind of just, it, it's left to your imagination to yeah. shine. Yeah, and then there's the, the butler. Yeah, Max. Who uh, his name's Max. Elizabeth Moss has been doing the hanky panky with. Right. And he's played by uh, Nick Blaine. It is Max. Oh. No, no, no. Nick Blaine is the character's name. It's played by Max Minghella. Oh. Well, you wonder what happens to him. Mm-hmm. Like, does he save her? Do they fall in love? I don't know. I, it doesn't really even seem like there's any love in this whole series. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just very. So, what did you find redeemable about it that made you want to keep watching? Just like the curiosity of what was going to happen. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was just that. Hmm. You know, it kind of hooked me more so than like Westworld. Oh come on! <laughs> I, well, whatever. Might be a boring night. I might hook up with some Westworld. But anyway, you keep um, saying it, but you never actually do it. Yeah, I, I don't think I will. But um, yeah, I had to take it in bits. I couldn't watch it like binge watch it mm. because it was too much and. I think anybody who has, like, a problem with anxiety. <laughs> just side-eyed me. <laughs> but anybody who does might have a difficult time watching this. Yeah. So, you know, get out your get out your wine. 
That's true. You I know was going to say your hookah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I. You know, you're right. I, I think I just kind of wimped out on it. It was like the summer and it was nice out and I don't know. I didn't have it in me, but I should watch it. I do. I am curious about it. Well, you know, finish the first series. Yeah. Mostly I just want to see what they do because the book ended. Because you read the book. That, that story is gone. So yeah. what, what happens next is, is interesting to me. There's, so. It's a difficult show to watch, mm. but I think if you've read the book, you should finish it just because, you know, compare. Yeah. 95. Even though it's, it's like sometimes things that are difficult to watch are still like really worth watching 95 percent on tomatoes i know it's got some some ripe tomatoes it does have a ripe tomato i, don't, I still don't understand that but whatever <laughs> yeah i gotta finish watching it i talk too much about it like i know what i'm saying and i haven't even seen it <laughs> <laughs> you should finish it i yeah. mean so you would recommend it you want people to watch it i'd recommend it but remember you want to watch it but then watch something funny. <laughs> Follow it up with some Bob's Burgers. <laughs> no. <laughs> what would you follow it up with? Something funny. I'd follow it up with maybe a little, I don't know, maybe a little Kardashian. Oh, God. Or <laughs> Good God. Something lighthearted. Something stupid. Okay. I mean, because if you're watching Handmaid's Tale, uh-huh. you finish an episode... And you're like, oh my god, doom and gloom. My life sucks. Yeah. I'm going to be, you know, chained and whatever. <laughs> anyway. The, Kar- the Kardashians are some boss-ass ladies, so you're right. Yeah. I mean, they run their... They run their... They little, run the world. Little empire. Yeah. So, <laughs> just watch something funny. Just a funny show. Not a stupid show. Like What Bob's funny Burger. show do you like? What funny show do I like? What would I watch after The Handmaid's Tale? I've asked you this so many times. You can't think of one comedy that you enjoy watching. <laughs> I guess I don't. Um, a comedy. I guess I don't watch any comedies. <laughs> I know. Hell? That's why I'm saying you should watch them. Give them a chance. What one do you tell me to watch? You Bob's should, Burgers? I think you should watch Parks and Recreation. Oh, my God. It's stupid humor. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. You know. What? Shh. Uh, no, Office. Yeah. The lady from The Office is going to be on a new show. Oh, I saw that. It looks like it might be funny. I'll watch that. Okay, great. You'll watch that. I don't remember the name of it. Should I look it up? Jenna Fisher. Hey. And That wait. was insane. Hold I on. can't believe you remember Hold her on. name. <laughs> Jenna Fisher and Goldie Hawn's brother. Goldie Hawn's uh, brother? No, no. No, the other one. What's the other Hawn? The uh, daughter. Kate Hudson? Oh, yeah. Kate Hudson's brother. Uh-huh. From Goldie Hawn. <laughs> right. Goldie Hawn. And Bill Hudson. Hudson. His name is Oliver Hudson. The show is called Splitting Up Together. Is it Oliver Hudson? Um, yes. Dear sweet lord. You're amazing. It's the uh, story of a couple whose marriage is reignited by their divorce. I must have had That's a funny. good little, you know, burst of caffeine. So or smart. ginkgo biloba. You're so smart. I'm so smart. Yeah. Um, okay. So watch Hulu's uh, Handmaid's Tale. It's obviously streaming on Hulu, and the new season starts. Um, the new season starts April 25th. Oh. So you can watch it in a couple. We are in so on point with our pods. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. <laughs> I mean, and uh, splitting up together premieres on March 27th on um, ABC, NBC, it, it, one of CBS, those channels. I mean, one of those. On figure it out people one of those channels <laughs> um i'll watch that that's lighthearted. yeah 
Big Little Lies is on HBO. We named we talked about a lot of shows today. We did. We also talked about Gilmore Girls, but we'll save that for a different episode. Big li- yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Have a lovely week. Hopefully it doesn't snow anymore. <laughs> for listening to our podcast remember to rate rumor no rate review sub- review <laughs> rate review and subscribe to us on itunes share this podcast with your friends if you like it spread the word it'll help us out it would help us out you can also follow us on instagram at is it insta yep oh, instagram at tv with my mom or on twitter tv with mom yes if you're you know um, educated in the Twitterverse, which I am not. <laughs> you can also send us an email at tvwithmymom at gmail.com. We love to hear from our listeners. All right. We should also thank John Dodson for our theme song. Thanks, John. Snappy tune, John Boy. <laughs> and last but not least, we want to thank Diane Sullivan for making our uh, album art, our logo. Yes. Thank you, Diane. Even though you don't listen, but thank you. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Okay, bye. K-pop. K-pop. K-bye.